0: down the street with my sack of tricks no one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks it's the podcast yeah it's the podcast i said i'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks no one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks it's the podcast motherfucking podcast
1: hello and welcome to the podcast today is tuesday december 7th 2021 this is episode 18 with Gavert c I'm your host, Finn. Find these shows over on terraspaces.org under the podcast podcast section. You can just hit all shows there and find all of the things we're recording. Uh, Gavert, how you doing? Welcome to the show, man.
2: I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right. I'm 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 good. Is it Gavert? C.? Y-
2: yeah. Okay. Gav- is that your real name? I'll just dox you right no, off the bat. Uh, <laughs> no, my real name is Gavin. Okay. But... Uh, I felt like Gabbert was more fun to say. So. I like it. I like it.
1: I never really knew who you were. Uh every time I went to Talus, I would see Andre's stuff and then I would see your yeah. stuff. And like it's that cool psychedelic kind of like Alex Pardee S kind of like Mary Prankster shit that drew me into it, the trippy mushrooms and stuff. And then yeah. uh you joined us over here at intern cap in the uh, the offices, the prestigious offices here.
2: Yeah, it's very nice here. I'm still under your desk unfortunately, but uh I'm hoping that can change soon.
1: Well, you uh you uh, play uh, your cards right and it <laughs> might <laughs> So you're uh you're one of the younger artists in the uh NFT space here or at least in intern cap. Like did you just go from like doodling to I'm going to sell NFTs for thousands of dollars or like how how did that get started?
2: Well, um I started doing art pretty much full-time like it's 20 in 2019. And then, um, once I got into crypto last December, it was kind of a no brainer to get into NFTs once they started popping off. But
1: so you were doing uh, art for a living before you got into NFTs. Yeah. How, what, like selling out to corporations, making logos on Fiverr. Like how, how did you make a living selling um, art? That's awesome.
2: Doing my original paintings and, uh, you know, people. If you find somebody who wants to actually buy something, they they're willing to pay a decent price, especially if it's an original on canvas. So it was pretty easy to um to to at least help support me and my fiance with that. And obviously, she works full time, so that helps. Well, that's but, cool. So
1: these are like full canvas pieces that you were selling. Like yeah, things that would. I, hang I have a, a
2: c- lot behind me. I can I can turn on my camera and show you. I don't know. If it'll uh, be it's an audio show,
1: but you know, I'll take a look. But I'll describe I got, it to them.
2: I got oh, a whole wow. bunch on the wall behind me. That's all you. Yeah. Damn. I, I the, can't this, even it. This, this one, one over here. The uh, the dude behind the the bars. That's actually an NFT. And this one directly behind me with the shrooms in the faces. That uh, that actually Nero, who is also an intern cap. He, um, he was the first person to buy an NFT off of me, and it was that painting.
1: Well, that's very apropos. So cool. Some say he was the first intern, so I, that makes perfect sense to me Um, that he deserves that he's one. He's always been a front-runner. He has. He's <laughs> been front-running since, front-running since. So then how did you get into the crypto thing? Like, was Terra your first uh, ecosystem, or did you start off in, like, uh, Bitcoin? Yeah, pretty much.
2: ETH? Um, So... It was like around Christmas time last year, and I had some Christmas money to play around with. And I bought a couple stocks, like, um, you know, not very much of Apple or Tesla or something because I only had $100. And then um, my fiance's dad was like, "Uh, have you looked into crypto? And I had actually been into it before, back in uh, 2017, I put some money into a Bitcoin ATM and then promptly lost the wallet. Oh no. Uh, I lost I lost the little receipt, so that was that's fun. Oh man. Um, but once I got back into it, I I downloaded KuCoin and he told me to check out Luna and I think it was at like $1.80 at the time. What? And that's a, And I bought I don't I don't even probably like $200 worth. It wasn't much, but it was enough. I still have that initial bag that I bought. Dude, that's awesome. And that's more awesome that like
1: an older an elder told you about it. Usually it's the other way around, so that that's like especially cool.
2: Well, he had been in crypto for since 2017 and he'd just been in it the whole time, but um just getting his feet wet, you know what I mean? And then he he taught me basically everything that I know, which is not, not like a lot, but enough to be able to tell the good coins from the shit coins. And then that's why I just went in, all in on Luna. And I don't think I've bought anything other than like Luna or Anchor or Mir ever since.
1: Keeping um, it in the ecosystem?
2: Yeah. And obviously as new coins pop up, I, I buy those as well that are in the Terra ecosystem. But I don't really venture too far from, from Terra Station. Yeah, it gets uh,
1: it gets pretty muddy and interesting when you hit the new section on Coin Hall and see like all of the shit that just pops up, just clones of other shit, and then like clones of that shit. It's it, it's pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, I uh, often I have to go to the official website to make sure that I'm getting the right coin. That's smart man, because uh, I uh, I can't take no risks. The not only too, risks I uh,
1: take are on, ones. on volatility. I'm not trying to just like buy a coin that don't exist. That's pretty sweet. And then you found, uh, talus after that to start putting your art on or like, how'd you make that transition into actual NFT stuff?
2: Well, so again, my, my fiance's father-in-law or my fiance's father told me about, uh, NFTs. And he was like, you should check this out since you do art. And so I looked into it, and at first I was like, you know, what the fuck is this? You know, it's just a whole bunch. I was just getting into the, the generative projects and, you know, 10,000 to 1 uh, rarity and stuff like that, and I was completely lost. So I looked into that for a while, and, um, like, I, I didn't really, I didn't really fully understand it, so I just kind of put it on the back burner and then went back to to painting and doing drawings and stuff like that and then um you know talus came out on twitter and said that they were going to be um an nft platform for real world art that is reflected on Terra, and that's what caught my attention so when they followed me i followed them back and it's basically been raps ever since i haven't really looked at any other nft platforms and you know the team over there, Remy and Eloy. They've been—I hope I said his name right—but they've been really helpful the whole time. And like anytime I have a question about any of, of the technical stuff, they've they've really been helpful with that. So. Yeah, they've definitely been, been like
1: the most interactive and I that's it's all relative in the space. I'm sure the bigger players right. are more interactive with you if you're a bigger player yourself, but from my point of view, uh Talus has been like way more interactive with their both with the community <laughs> and with the artists that they're trying to onboard and stuff. Like they've they go above and beyond and I know they get a lot of shit for how buggy their their site and everything is, but I think what they're trying to build like from the chats i've had with them like it's gonna be worth the wait once they get it all dialed in and right especially for smaller projects and, and individual artists
2: definitely they um they're really focusing on the original or independent artists rather than the the generative projects that'll be on talus but obviously they're gonna give them just as much attention and time as they give us but they want to be known for uh smaller artists and smaller projects that uh are more community-based or like our community members themselves who are trying to to get their art out there and stuff like that yeah it seems there's
1: there's like a few different kind of classes or categories of of nft projects and art like you have the projects yeah. that are trying to just make some funds to like kickstart another project, like their real project, or you have protocols doing it to fund development for the protocol work they're trying to do. So making NFTs is a pretty, I don't want to say it's easy, but it's easier than, you know, other ways of, of fundraising. uh, It's it's
2: lucrative. That's for sure. Um, Yeah. And you're not giving away equity. Like you don't have to dish
1: out pieces of your company to, to do it. Like you can
2: just mint another generation or whatever. And you can still do some sort of a customer loyalty type shit with it as well if if they're holding the NFTs and not trying to flip them or whatever. Like, you can take snapshots and then reward those who are holding them like a few of these projects are doing. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but... Uh,
1: Yeah, there's a lot of potential for that and for, like, for giving back to the the holders. It's basically a receipt. And, I mean, it's every supermarket, grocery store, whatever, business pretty much nowadays has, like, one of them little keychain tags that you scan and they can, like, reward you. Like, we're literally doing the same thing. It's nothing new. It's just on the blockchain now. And we're doing it with art, which is cool.
2: And I think... uh... Andre and I are actually going to do something similar for the people who hold our original works. Uh, once all this metaverse stuff gets sorted out, I think we're planning on doing like a, an art collective type thing where the other independent artists in the space can uh, can come and share their art in like a digital art gallery and stuff like that. And uh, we want to make our own little token for it as well that people can use within the gallery. Well, that would so. be cool.
1: Have some sort of merging of like a Twitter space sort of atmosphere where people are talking and gathering about something and then have that visual immersive uh, virtual reality right. or, or whatever, however it's going to be frameworked out like that. That would be right. really cool. You could just have different talks and different uh, right. expos and, and stuff.
2: Right. And obviously we have to wait until the metaverse gets finalized so we can see what we're really working with. But that is something that we we've talked about on multiple occasions now that we want to do and start uh, getting together. We're looking for more independent artists right now, because right now I just know of like me, Andre and Wolf. I love Wolf's work but uh i don't nice. know if you've seen his you should, stuff uh, they're like really cute stuff
1: you should hit up trash clan too i bet he'd be into that once oh, yeah, he gets uh, his Luna stuff Bugs out there. as well i really yeah. like
2: them yeah he's he's a cool cat he does really color for work as well so i think we'd work really well together yeah
1: just like looking through some of your stuff here, you put up the uh, the Sciencezilla. I see that's yeah, fucking awesome. I, did. I can I can be proud to say that I was in the, in the intern server when that was being created. <laughs> that's
2: so that, cool. th- that's probably one of my favorite pieces that I've made recently. I saw I saw a joke on I think it was on Twitter about Sciencezilla, and then I made another joke on it, and that drawing came to be. That's Damn. so awesome. I'm really proud of it. I'm thinking about putting it on a t-shirt. I would hit up uh Forrest and uh, get get that shit on some
1: on some hoodies and mugs. Everybody loves hoodies and mugs. <laughs>
2: well, I have my website that I do merch on, but I don't really do oh, do nice. it too much right now just because I'm focusing on uh, the Talis and the Angel Alliance stuff. Yeah, what's moment. your website? I didn't even know you uh, had one. It, it's just Gabbert com. It's oh, real okay. easy to remember. My nice. buddy uh, Tyler built that for me and I actually paid him in Luna for it. That's what's up.
1: I got a friend here that grows weed and he sells me weed for UST and I fucking That's love fucking that dope. shit. Okay. I love it so much.
2: <laughs> you win that round. Jesus.
1: We also have a little glass shop cause there are a bunch of glass artists here in Oregon. And uh, I I just like the ones I'm friends with, I'll either just consign stuff or I'll just buy it out right from them and then just sell it so they can buy more uh, glass prep and everything to to make more stuff. And we right. we will take like UST or Luna or we were taking ADA back when I was into that. Like it will pretty much take whatever. I mean, if someone hits us up and they're like, I have some some fuck tokens from 2017. Like, will you accept these? I'll be like, I will. You Will you
2: please st- accept my wet sheep bass <laughs> for this bomb?
1: <laughs> there has to be some sort of liquidity in the chart, but yes, we probably would. <laughs> what got you into, like, the psychedelic art? Are you, like, a big uh, psychedelic okay. fan? Uh, yeah,
2: um, right after I graduated high school, I got really into um, primarily acid um, and... That's that's right around the time where I really started focusing on, on drawing, and I didn't really get into painting until a couple years ago, but um, I've always just been a doodler, but after I started taking acid pretty regularly, they were all just pretty much like these trippy faces that I draw, and like the mushrooms, that's where that all came from, it was just me doodling while I was tripping balls, and then... I was like, hey, these are pretty good. And then I started doing it when I wasn't tripping balls and they were still pretty good. So. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: And then did you venture on from there and like explore all the plant teachers the planet has to offer? Or are you just a, an acid fan?
2: No, I've uh, I've taken my share of shrooms and uh, I've taken DMT a couple of times. Oh, that's a fun one. Um, but mainly it's just weed. I, uh, nowadays anyway, I'm uh, what they call California sober. I just smoke a whole bunch of weed <laughs> all day, every day. I like it. I found,
1: um, uh, that like after about two or three solid, like breakthroughs on DMT, like all I really had to do was just smell the jar and be like, you know, I think I'm good. <laughs> totally good <laughs> on that right now.
2: Yeah. I, um, I hit mine from a cart just because it's it's really hard to find. And just smelling the cart, I'm just like, "Uh, ah.
1: My old friend.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That smells like Grandpa's closet. Oh, man. And I know know what you're going to do to me.
1: We never had carts. I'm the old man of the group, I guess. But when we were doing... Well, like uh, crude extractions on mimosa root bark and stuff like that. Like we ended up having to go good to good gas shit. stations and like buying the little glass crack pipe dicks because we didn't have another you know way to smoke it. We didn't want to put it yeah. through our weed pipe and shit. Right. And then we wised up and we when uh, dabs started really becoming popular. I was like, you yeah, I bet you could just dab this shit. <laughs> so we fucking started just like ripping them out of dab rigs and like one hit just broke you through like nothing I've ever experienced before. Like after smoking them out of out of handpipes and everything. Like right. If you if you get a chance, not financial advice, but like break through <laughs> that way. Make sure you're sitting down.
2: <laughs> My. um. The buddy that introduced me to all of the psychedelics and everything, he had a specific dab rig for his DMT. He'd only done it twice. And at the time that I met him, it had been about a year since he'd done it. And the rig still reeked. Of DMT. Bro, that even... shit does not come out. I had mine, no. like, in oh. a Pelican
1: and in the foam. Like, the, as soon as you opened the box, it was like Pulp Fiction with the gold glow, but it was just stank.
0: <laughs> like, it was so bad.
1: Like, Jesus. we're about to teach you something today, boy. <laughs> Did you ever go further up the up the chain and get into, like, ayahuasca or Ibogaine or anything like that? Or you stopped at DMT? At, at uh, not yet.
2: Uh, I do plan on it. But I want to be not living in the city that I live in. And definitely for ayahuasca, I want to do it in the traditional sense of being in the desert.
1: In South America or the desert, yeah. (laughs) Definitely those two. Once you get, like, even DMT, like, you got to have a really comfortable spot. But it's such a short-lived experience that it's not a big deal to just do it in your room or, or your house or whatever. Right. Um, but the ones that last six hours or more like Ibogaine's like a 24-hour intense, like you can't really right. walk. It's it's very deep. And like you don't I, – I don't think I would want to be in a house like the outdoors right. or somewhere that's kind of set up for that because it is all about the set and setting when you're entering these, these psychedelic states. And if, if you're just yeah. like in your room – for like 12 hours just like hallucinating it's it's fine the first few hours but man after a while you start going a little stir crazy
2: yeah once i when i lived out with my my grandparents still they lived out on the county line so i was able to go out and like walk in the woods and walk by the creek and stuff when i was tripping but now i live in the middle of town so yeah i always always like like right down the road is downtown so if i'm going walking while i'm tripping
1: that's not going to be very fun. And then it's it always feels like everybody that you see knows what's going on with you, and, like, you just, I don't know, I always get in a weird space like that. Like, I don't like being around public strangers that I don't know when I'm tripping, because I always feel like they all know that I'm tripping, and then, like, everyone's staring at me, and it, yeah...
2: In one instance, uh, everybody definitely knew I was tripping because I walked into the gas station forgetting that I was wearing my glasses as well as two pairs of sunglasses. (laughs) Daytime or nighttime? Uh, It was in the middle of the day. Oh, okay. But um, I just walked up to the counter, and I was buying another pair of sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just walking up to the counter. I was like, I'd like these sunglasses and a pack of wraps, please. So and awesome. the lady was just looking at me like, all right.
1: That's amazing. She probably knew it was a <laughs> gas station workers always know that shit because they always be doing it too. 100%. I worked at a gas station and definitely did.
2: <laughs> I worked at uh, a speedway for about a week and a half and then some lady coughed on my Gatorade and got me sick, so I quit. But, uh I work the midnight shift, and I'll tell you, the people coming in and out of that speedy cafe oh, yeah. at 2 and 3 in the morning wanting fresh donuts, they're a, they're a different breed of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're survivors. <laughs> what there's ki- no cars in the parking lot, but there's 13 of them in the store. I don't know how they got there.
1: Yeah, group effort. They, they take turns <laughs> carrying each other down the road, wheelbarrows and such. What's, what sort of uh, NFTs are you collecting? You have yourself a a fine collection of
2: of other work, or is, is I really you're... really like the toads that are from Galactic Punks? Yeah, the Galactic Toads. Um,
1: toads and Gucci's, baby.
2: <laughs> honestly, they're really unpopular, but I like the Crunks. Uh, I just like how they look.
1: I got and a cry. I, I feel you.
2: I have I think I have two or three. I have one with an AK and then I stopped collecting them because AK. But um up until my buddy Yem taught me how to do the borrow by borrow method on Anchor, I was kind of short on a on Luna, so I haven't really been able to do much collecting until recently. But that's a neat now little I plan trick. To get into it more.
1: Until the the price dips and then you get licked.
2: Yeah. Uh, I I keep my liquidation price right around thirty five, so okay. I think I'm okay for now. Okay, but uh, you know who else? Hopefully, it does not wick back down. Yeah, everybody
1: <laughs> back in May. <laughs> yeah. I, I
2: forgot. I also grabbed a couple of the uh, the Nip Terra kitties because their game is coming out and i'm really excited for that
1: oh nice yeah if you actually if you're in the uh intern cap discord server i think they were putting a team together to play
2: oh shit are they i will have you to... better
1: yeah i think we're going head to head against gt cap so you better you better start Uh-oh. training joe's going down <laughs> coming for you yeah i haven't i haven't uh, played it yeah i thought that was an interesting project we're gonna have them on the show i think this week or next week um
2: yeah, I but, think it was, I saw, I saw the schedule. It got changed. It was, yeah, it was supposed to, to be a few days ago, me, but, but then
1: they had to reschedule because uh, they yeah. had some bugs in the game. They wanted to get worked out and stuff, but I hear it's all working now. I thought they were interesting because they, they did a, a BSC launch and a game there and then came over here and I, I came from BSC as well. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting that, that another, uh, another shit chainer came over to, to Terra to do some stuff. I thought it was kind of <laughs> cool.
2: I did dabble in BSC for about two weeks. Bro, BSC then... was
1: hot shit when all that shit first started. And then it, it got out of control faster than, like, ETH almost and, and Terra shitcoin stuff. Like, it got so much more out of control than that. It was insane. I had a
2: buddy who made, I want to say 160000 off of uh, SHIB on that first pump. And then that, that that got me into to BSC. And then everything that I got into was goddamn rug pull. Yep. And... That's... <laughs> <laughs> Hate when so that I happens. played with it for about a week and then I just sat there like I'm fuck I'm going back to Terra.
1: Yeah, that's I definitely appreciate the the longevity of the projects on Terra versus what you would see on BSC because there would be a lot of good ideas and shit, but nobody would follow through with anything, because like as soon as the chart was read, everyone would fud and then the chart would dump even more and then it's like, well, this yeah. is dead. Good job, y'all.
2: <laughs> I forgot about the the meme coin pumps. Yeah. For a split second there.
1: It started at least for me it was like late February. One of our friends got us into Hoge and then Hoge just it's, pumped it's like crazy and then it just slowly bled out but God damn, everybody made so much money on that shit if they didn't hold it all the way back to the bottom. Um, and then, I, yeah, I after it. that, at BSC was coming on and everyone was like, well, fuck, we can do this without paying, like... $80 per transaction because Hosh was an right. ETH one. I, I believe they have a BSC version now, but yeah, back then, like, it was only ETH, and so it was worth it, obviously. If you put in 500 bucks and that shit turns into, like, 10 racks, like, you're doing all right. You don't care about an $80 fee, but if you're right. trying to flip back and forth, like, that shit will bleed you out.
2: I had a, a buddy on my Snapchat who does Forex trading primarily, but he was really into, like, FET and hodge and stuff like that when it was excuse me when it was really popping off and every day i would wake up on my snapchat and i would just see his story and it would be like better hop on the hodge train before it leaves the station hoge to a dollar oh, and man. i was just i tried to hit him up several times and at the time i still had a little bag of rsr so i was like at least look into rsr if you're not going to look into luna but then i i don't even know the the dude who runs rsr he started shit talking ust so i sold oh my, man i sold my rsr cuz i can't be having that no
1: ust is going to replace the uh, dollar we are already we it got it already has for me same yeah we <laughs> got we got families living off of this crypto now like the shit is real yeah hoge isn't but, totally tanked that's, that's good. They they have a strong community. I will give them that for how much shit they fucking dealt with in the since February. Like they they they've stuck
2: around. That's pretty much the saving grace of the shit coins. I have found is yeah. If they can get a community behind them, they can at least keep some life to them. Yeah,
1: hundred and fourteen million market cap. I mean, shit. It's not bad for a shit coin. <laughs> It's too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody can just have ten, and that'll be fine. <laughs> but it's deflationary. It's it's cool. It's cool. So, what are you trying to do with your art? Like, what's uh, you're young? You got a lot of life ahead of you. What do you What are you trying to do?
2: Um, get married know, at ma- some point. Well, it yeah. sounds like <laughs> me, and, me and my fiance are planning to get married. Uh, I want to say next year but it could be the year after that it just depends on how she's doing with her nursing school or business school or whatever she whatever she decides on but um i don't know i uh i just really plan on sticking with the nfts for for a while just to ride that wave and see where it goes but obviously i i still do my my physical pieces i try to do at least one a week nice just to to keep the the skill set and to improve it but
1: yeah, it's a totally different game. I bet like doodling on a on a glass screen versus like something with texture, like a canvas.
2: Yeah, I um, I use a. It's called the XP Pen. It's like a little tablet that you plug into your tower, and then it's kind of like drawing on like a really slick piece of paper. It's like a Wacom so, like,
1: graphic tablet, just a different yeah, brand. Yeah, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah. But
2: um, it's not like the. The iPad, like, it doesn't have a screen on it. It's just the uh, just the sensors, I guess. Okay,
1: that's probably a little more realistic than just, like, drawing all that shit on, on tablets like we see a lot yeah. of uh, NFT artists do.
2: So, um, yeah, everything that I draw on my computer is still... I still have to do all the sketch work and the line work and the coloring by hand. So it still takes some time, but it's a, it's definitely so much easier than... Uh, using the fucking sharpies and pencils to yeah. to do the same drawing you
1: know I don't i don 't tell too many people this, but I am a man of the cloth. If you need uh somebody to marry you and your darling, you let me know uh, the Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster will bless your service, and uh, I can also conduct the uh the wedding so just throwing it out there i won 't be sad if you say I no I' think... uh, just just throwing it out there.
2: I think we were actually looking for someone to host our wedding for us, so that we can smoke as much weed as we wanted to. That <laughs> so, would be so amazing. <laughs> I'll let you know. Sponsored if need you by to fly. Intern
1: Cap <laughs> and my weed grower friend that accepts UST and the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. <laughs>
2: I have one. I have one grandma who doesn't really. I mean, she has to know that I smoke weed at this point, but it hasn't really come up. So, Grandma, if you're watching this, I'm real fucking sorry, because you asked for the link to this, so I'm going to give it to you. Oh, bud. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm don't sorry worry. if you don't hear worry. the first uh, all of this.
1: Weeds, weed is much safer <laughs> than than anything else. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to get them on the, ch- on the train slowly, but uh, it's an effort. I feel like it's...
1: I, I'm not not a doctor by any stretch of the imagination, but I do feel like we evolved these endocannabinoid systems to, you know,
2: They're there for a use reason.
1: cannabinoids and like a lot of I don't know how true it is. I just like to, I, I like talking shit about it, but I feel like a lot of the issues that we have is from so many decades of people having that lack of shit in their endocannabinoid system and it just like it regulates shit in your body and if that's not getting regulated properly like shit's gonna start malfunctioning and who knows like maybe that's where some of the cancer comes from maybe that's where some of this other weird shit that happens uh, as we get older comes from
2: i mean all i'm gonna say is before i started smoking weed i was almost 400 pounds and now i'm like 230 pounds So, like, it's got to do some good for the body because all I do is smoke weed every day. I don't exercise or eat vegetables or nothing.
1: (laughs) I'm a carnivore, too, so I feel you.
2: Yeah, last night I had Chinese food for dinner, and my takeout box was just a whole bunch of different types of chicken and fish.
1: Sometimes people, when, when they hear how old I am, they're like, that's insane. You don't look a, a day past 30. What's your secret? And I tell them a lot of drugs and then they kind of laugh. But uh, no, for real, like smoking a lot of weed, I think it's every the good day. Drugs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't, yeah. <laughs> you feel like, it's how old are you? 23. You look like you're 85. Well, that it's was the meth. The meth. That was the bad <laughs> drugs. <laughs> Let me tell you about the time I did the bad drugs gather around <laughs> started at a quickie mart <laughs> which uh that's you difficult. into any like uh protocols and stuff on on Terra? like is there is there stuff you're excited that's about to launch or shit that i mean i know we're all into anchor and angel and stuff like that but is there any any other ones that you're really into
2: uh i like Kujira because uh Mainly because the, the CEO dude is, is likes my art, and he's a collector. Oh, that's but, dope. Um, also because I like the chance to pick up extra B-Luna, and I think they have a whole bunch of different apps coming out under the Kujira mother company. So I'm really excited to see what they do. Um, that's
1: the one that makes it easy for us to pick up liquidations on the loans? Yep. Okay.
2: You just uh I'm I've only really used it once so far but to my knowledge you just put the UST in there and then you set a premium uh CFI covered this not too long ago so I'm sure you could find it in one of the terrorist bases but um, oh yeah <laughs> you just let it sit there until it gets filled I'm pretty sure and uh obviously when the price is down when when the price is up it's not going to do much but yeah um, it's
1: a bear bear tool or a bear market yeah.
2: tool I guess And I saw on Twitter somebody mentioned that uh, the new crypto market seems to be extreme bull market for two weeks, followed by a flash crash, (laughs) followed by extreme bull market for two weeks. So um, Kujira might be, or uh, Orca specifically, might be um, pretty useful in these coming months.
1: I learned my lesson messing with borrowing uh so i i stopped kind of following any of that stuff um uh, but i i do use anchor like in as far as just putting ust away like it's literally my savings account and that shit yeah, is just same. it's so solid and so good like i i i don't know what we were doing before this <laughs> just getting <laughs> bent over by the banks like I, I, what what the fuck how are we living
2: See, luckily um uh, my my first savings account was Anchor Protocol, so I never really had to deal with the zero point zero one percent interest rates. But, yeah, uh, and they always like make you
1: it. use them. They're like, you can pay for your checking account, or we can give it to you free if you keep money in your savings account that we just steal all your yields out of.
2: Once like, Alice comes out, I don't even think escape. I have a checking account anymore, except for paying for my website bill.
1: Yeah, that that's the one thing I'm trying to figure out is, like, there's so many things that just auto come out of my account that it won't take crypto, like the electric bill and the water bill and rent and my car payment, like, all that kind of shit. So if, if they can figure out a way to do that, oh, yeah, I will close like- my bank account, like, that day. I won't even finish paying my loan off. I'll just be like, that's all you. Peace out, bitches.
2: At the very least, I'm sure that one of the things that we can use to onboard USD to UST will have something where you can cash out as well. So Yeah, we basically need a cash out. I really don't want to put my bank account information with my Terra station information. I'd have to set up a new wallet for that because... I don't want the bank knowing what I got.
1: I feel like that's where tools like Terra Bay are going to come in once they get launched, yeah. with the mixers and the blending, and like being able to offer some sort of of anonymity and and privacy in regards to yeah. you know your your wallet stuff. And if not, then you know I I, I don't know I I'm kind of torn on it. Like I do like the, the idea of anonymous privacy and everything, but like at a certain point, I mean unless you have the keys, you can't do anything with it. So, like, if right. you want to watch what's happening, I mean, I, I I get there's a lot of, like, metadata there, but, like, who cares? What, what are they going to do about it?
2: Right. And They're going to, like, try and come collect taxes. The day, it's, uh, the, the reason I want to set up a, a new wallet is just, you know, if they, if they can't see all of our trades and all of that, then, like, what are they really going to do when it comes time to pay the tax man?
1: Yeah, but I also, I'm, I'm to the point where I'm just like, who cares? Like, it, if you guys have had plenty of time to take plenty of money from everyone and spend it on things that we never would have spent it on, I think you're good. Like, fuck off, get dissolved, and like we'll continue on building yeah. a, a new governance system and tax system using all of these smart contracts and tools that we have. Like, we literally don't need them. I don't think they I, will I appreciate that, that, but I mean,
2: I don't do you, think I've used a traditional finance tool. I've uh, I've only been in DeFi ever since I have had any actual money to play with. So I think I'm one of the lucky ones.
1: But. Yeah, yeah. You don't have that 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 footprint of like 20 years of like making <laughs> shitty payments and getting bent over yeah. on on everything. That's that's handy. I'm but not. I'm gonna borrow grandpa, your identity. He was a. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was. Um. He's always been self-employed, which I'm sure you know that self-employed people get royally fucked on taxes. Oh so, yeah. Uh, I've always been pretty anti anti tax, anti banking.
1: Yeah, uh, I feel like up, if up you're gonna, crypto, I
2: just kept cash for everything.
1: Yeah, that's the but, way to do it if you're if you're not trying to like just auto pay a bunch of shit. Yeah. But Cash is now I have
2: crypto and I don't have to worry about none of that. Right? Oh, except for my bills, I guess. Goddamn bills.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I just want to pay him with UST. And I just want my tax dollars to go towards like helping shit, not like destroying shit, you know? I, I just feel like that change is is upon us now, and we finally have the tools to do it.
2: Elkwan, make it happen.
1: He's making it happen. <laughs> They're going to come ask for taxes and we're going to be like, yeah, we already paid them. And then we'd be like, well, to who we didn't get them. And we're like, well, yeah, we're, we don't, we're done with you. Like we paid them here. Look, look what we did. Look what we did. We built this castle. That's
2: what we did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck oh. off.
2: <laughs> but, um, as for another protocol slash, uh, project that I'm excited for is the, uh, the Angel Alliance from Angel Protocol. Uh, I really like that, and I'm a, I'm a member of that as well. With uh, your art? Yeah, 25% of my NFT sales goes straight into Anchor Earn until this new uh, alliance website is set up so that I can make my donations. But it's... Uh, That's awesome. Competitive charitability is what they're calling it. They're like There'll be leaderboards and rewards for donors and stuff like that. It's it's a really cool concept, and... Uh, They've already done a couple projects, like the um, the Save the Earth campaign, or what? I'm not sure really what it's called. But.
1: Yeah, they're actually Luna Loot hit me up earlier, and he's like, "Hey, can you record this space?" I was like, "Yeah, let's go." I think they're doing it at four today, uh, Pacific oh, time. Nice. I have to double check, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely be recording it.
2: Hell yeah. They're but, definitely um,
1: doing the good work though over there, and that's that's another reason I'm like all in on this ecosystem. Is like no other blockchain that I've ever like messed with has had the the cornerstone foundation be like something like what Angel is doing.
2: And um, you know Chauncey is just a stand up dude. He's in the uh, the Luna orbit chat, and so I've been able to talk with him a couple times, just like shooting the shit and everything like that and he actually helped me get set up with angel alliance personally so that was nice hell yeah um and i'm just really excited to see what that what comes with that and we're allowed to not necessarily allowed but uh we're um encouraged to introduce new charities to the uh to the alliance and stuff like that so i'm currently looking for uh charities to introduce to them so that i can donate to those with my ust instead of cashing out and making donations that way
1: like 401 c3pos and shit well sir Uh, have you heard of the ocean web alliance
2: i saw you talking about it the other day
1: i would love to see you draw like a trippy ass lionfish and then draw another one that's just getting fucking speared because fuck lionfish but yeah, if you're if uh, you're into ocean stuff, uh some friends of mine started the oceanweballiance.org. You can check that one out. They're well, a part of I'll, Angel. Uh, I'll draw as you well. guys
2: some lionfish that are getting fucked up.
1: Oh, that would be dope. We would keep one and then we could even auction one off for Angel.
2: I do plan to do a lot of auctions. Uh Perfect. once this new auction website gets set up as well. Um I think that'll primarily be where most of my donations come from because at that point, it'd be a seventy-five uh, percent to Angel and then twenty-five percent to me, if from an auction, since those usually get more than the uh, the listed price on Talus.
1: And you survive off that, okay? You're living okay, being able to yeah. do all that. That's cool. You just keep like the the out output low, so you're not having having to pay like thousand dollar car payments and all that kind of dumb shit. Pretty much. Fuck yeah. Uh.
2: Well. My fiance and I are actually looking to get uh, a new car here soon, but we're paying for it all up front, so because uh,
1: in UST.
2: <laughs> well, I'm gonna talk to him because we're getting it from a buddy, so uh, I'm gonna see if we can make that happen.
1: That's a, that's what's up, and you tell him, hey, we'll we'll even sweeten the deal a little bit. We'll get our boy Finn to like set you up with a nice anchor account there. First Bank of FinTech, we got you covered. I did that I did that for like three or four of my friends at work before I'd left cuz I put in my two weeks a while back and then like last week was my last day so I was like yes. you guys you guys need to like get in on this at least and like out of everyone i told like 3 of them were like dude make me one that sounds awesome 20% like are you fucking kidding me i was like no this is this is probably the most legit shit coin stuff like you'll get into
2: <laughs> i was just able to convert one of my cousins to the uh, the terra ecosystem the other day and he put i want to say a thousand in at 69 which made me laugh because 69 69- nice
0: so nice.
2: <laughs> I'm slowly getting my family on board. I've, I've tried to convert my homies, but they always give me the excuse of, a uh, it's too expensive and, or they don't have time to research.
1: Yeah. You know who else thought that people that bought B when it was like 30 bucks,
2: they are like, oh, yeah, that's what expensive. I thought. I was, yeah. I was buying Luna at fucking five bucks and I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I like it. And now I know what it is. Look at me it. now. <laughs> yeah,
1: if if you I mean, yeah, no and nobody knows because you're like in the moment. Obviously after the fact, like you have all the hindsight to look back and be like, Oh, we're at like fifty racks now. I guess seventy dollars wasn't that much. <laughs> now right. I'm the asshole but it yeah I mean and that's that's the thing I think a lot of people struggle with is like when the charts are down like nobody wants to talk about it and it's like that's the perfect time to go tell your friends and family don't be the dickhead that's like hey all-time highs like let's fucking YOLO everybody and then the next time they fucking see you like why did I lose all this money (laughs) like well you you only tell them when everything's up. Like you got to tell them that shit when it's a down day. Like when we're at yeah. 5 bucks, you should be yelling the loudest. Like, yo, mm-hmm. look at this. You'll never see this again.
2: And that's exactly what I was doing in May. Yeah, I'm in a little group chat on Twitter, and when it went from what was it like 20 bucks down to 5 bucks or I think it even yeah, got
1: down to like, it was like $3.80. Yeah. It
2: almost got to my entry point. Damn. I was getting real excited when it was getting that low, honestly, because I was like, I'm about to pull out everything that I own.
1: For real. <laughs> like, I haven't well, had a I chance to, to DCA ever on this. Like, this would be your first chance.
2: And then um, I was in this group chat and everybody's like, well, the market's fucked, you know. Uh, I think we're up to, like, damn near the max that you can get on Twitter. And we, we lost, like, 50 members on the first day of the crash. They're like, I lost everything. I'm done. And then I was just like, buy some Luna and chill. And then now here we are, and everybody's like, oh, you're so lucky. And I was like, I told you guys to do it. It's not luck.
1: Yeah, but how do they lose? Like, you don't lose unless you actually sell it. And if you're selling when it's bottomed out like that, like, that's that's fucked. Somebody in your group failed the buddy system right there. that,
2: (laughs) That group was just, well, I mean, it still is just mainly retailers and, like, people who don't really know all too much about crypto and then it's like me and a couple other buddies who have now been in it for a little over a year and have done i've I've done quite a bit of research after i got into it but not enough to like be an expert but enough to help people get their their foot in the door you know and like they were just all selling and i was just like stop fucking selling
1: stop yeah, and you're realizing and the loss. Like, leave it unrealized <laughs> for now, unless you really need like some tax stuff or whatever. Like, other than well, that, like, fuck, man, just leave it.
2: At one point, my my Luna stack when I when it was still on the smaller side, it went from like five grand down to like six hundred dollars, and I was just looking at it. I was like, huh, time to put another six hundred in yeah. so I can double it.
1: Yeah, that's what's up. I knew I liked you. <laughs> I mean, get, that's like, the
2: only way to, to really make it in this space. You can't, you can't fucking panic and get married to your bags and then.
1: Yeah, people sell it get when it's at zero. like super emotional, and and I get it. Like they're part of these little communities and stuff, so they don't want to like sell their bags because then they feel like they're losing. But like, you got to take profits so you have shit. For I'm always going to have happens, at least one Luna, so, that, so
2: I can still be in the community, but. I feel you like you have to be able to take profits. You can't just sit there and be like, you know, I made $50,000 and then look at it and go all the way back down and didn't even take a single yeah, dollar. No,
1: it. I I've done that twice now and I've learned my lesson. You got to take <laughs> profits when it's healthy and, and you definitely like that's where the money comes from to buy the dips unless you're constantly onboarding yeah. fiat but like eventually you get your bag to a point where you don't really have to onboard fiat anymore if you're playing it right don't be right. part of crypto club and and buy high sell low kind of thing i always like posting that meme the chart where it like has the two points where it's like buy buy and then the one point that sell that's like way down below says okay. welcome to crypto club <laughs> whenever i hear people fucking talk about their shitty trades i always post them up and welcome them to the club
2: i actually i have a buddy who whenever i i think there's gonna be a good trade or something i i just send him the money for it and i'm like please sell it at this level or whenever you think a good level is because i'm not going to Because I I still have the problem where I'm like, you know, it's going to go so much higher. And then I start seeing it go down. I'm like, ah, it'll be back.
1: Yeah. And I mean, obviously, your Apex asset, like Luna and stuff, like you want to hold on to that because there's so much you can do with it. But like getting into all these shit coins and stuff like, yeah, don't don't get married to that shit. Like get in low, buy it, like sell it high and then have that money to buy more of your Apex and more farming stuff and and whatever else you're into.
2: Yeah.
1: Or more NFTs.
2: (laughs) That's basically what the last year has consisted of for me is, um, making small trades just to pick up more Luna and up until I found anchor and well, I didn't really find anchor cause I've been around since anchor, anchor finds
1: ago, but, us. I mean, right. let's be One, real. once
2: I learned the, the borrow method, uh, I was able to get quite a bit more Luna and safely. I, I'm not, I'm not a D gen by any means, but, um, you were taught it, it well. The, yeah.
1: the dude who yeah. taught me was like, put that number right up to the line. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> and, I, and I didn't even know what, what it was doing. I, he was just like, he told me a process and I did it. Didn't even ask why or what or how or anything. I was just like, okay, following instructions. <laughs> He's like, do this every three days. I was like, okay.
2: I'm, uh, I'm considering unstaking some of my Luna for Stater. But I don't want to lose my airdrops, and I don't know. I I forget which one of the protocols lets you keep your your airdrops with the uh, the liquid staked Luna. But I don't know. I kind of just want to provide it all to to be Luna, and then go from there. But I, I
1: started. I I <laughs> got into like Nexus a little bit, and I thought it was cool that instead of. Uh, because all I ever did with B-Luna was use it to provide collateral for borrowing. And then I saw that if right. you take your B-Luna and put it into the Nexus vault and get N-Luna, you can do other stuff with that with the farm and, and uh, LPs and stuff. So I did a little bit all of right. that and to get some, some Psy rewards. I, I like Nexus. I think they'll, they'll do oh, well. Oh, yeah.
2: That's another one I like as well. I have a little Psy bag.
1: And, and Pylon, of course. Pylons hurt me a couple times, but I keep coming back for more.
2: I like the <laughs> continual airdrops that Pylon is doing until Yeah, they're August.
1: fixing their shit, definitely. Yeah. But
2: it... Um at the moment I don't have any mine because I, I, I swapped it all for, for Psy just uh, uh when it was when, when Psy, well now it's still at ten cents, but you know, it got almost up to fifty, so I saw the potential that it has.
1: Yeah, it'll be but, back. They just it it just dropped because yeah. of the community and the communication from the team and everything. Like once they get that sorted out and start uh delivering on the promises that they've made, like that shit's going to pump.
2: That's I, about I'm all what it on comes the, down to with all of these projects I feel like is a lack of communication and then you see the the projects that are actually communicating with their team and then you see that they're the ones who are still worth like 3, 4, 5. Yeah. Per Per token i mean obviously not many of the the terra ecosystem coins are in the double digits yet i think it's only luna but um you know Anchor that just get shows there. potential oh <laughs> well, yeah anchors getting there it's it's about halfway there
1: And that's kind of, that's one of the issues, like, we're trying to help solve at cap is, like, if you need people in your community to, like, talk to the devs and then relay info to the community, like, we have those people. We can do that for you. The devs should be developing. The The devs should not be in Telegram and in Discord answering the same stupid fucking question over and over again. I know it's not a stupid question if you don't know, but, like if it's been asked 50 times and you don't take the time to read the pins or scroll up, or maybe you don't know that, I, I guess whatever, but like the dev should not be doing that. Like you should are have you community in, members yeah. handling that. So that's, that's another thing we're trying to build here is like that network. That's what the, the whole form intake thing is about so that we can see who knows what, who's into what, and then pair them with when projects are like, Hey, we need, we need some people like help us out. Like we got you.
2: Right. Are you in the, uh, the Talus Telegram. Yeah. Uh, do you do you see everybody in there every day just saying when, when snapshot? Sl- yeah. Yeah. So and, good. You know, they they did Talus did it right. They have this bot that whenever anybody yeah. says snapshot. It comes up and says the snapshot has not been taken. Please shut the fuck up.
1: I hope it but, just always says that and never actually says when it's been taken because right. that's all people are trying to do. Like, they just want to fucking hustle their shit around. And, and I mean, that's fine if that's what you're into. I just feel like the re the purpose for those those rewards and stuff are for people that are going to be there and like help grow the thing, not just like wait till deal. the snapshot's done and then move it somewhere else.
2: Right. I feel like a lot of, uh, a lot of projects and protocols are gonna swap the way they do airdrops and
1: Yeah. It's super make it early. More yeah.
2: long term instead of uh give a huge Genesis airdrop and then it gets dumped and now your coin's stuck at fifty cents yeah. for however long the airdrops are going on for.
1: Did you get into Halo at all? Into the, the I, farmers market?
2: I did not. I haven't yet. That, that's, I, don't know I think that's
1: going to be cool. I, I hope so. That that's the other. I I farmed Apollo using mine and got kind of burned on that. But I've got some good Apollo tokens once they unlock, and then. But I I feel like ten cents, nine cents ish. I don't think mine will go below that. So I felt a little better getting into it now because when I, when Luna Loot told me about the Apollo farm, it was already at like twenty one cents or something. And I just like put all my shit in there just so I could get some Apollo tokens going because it was like halfway through the second one, so like that was the last chance pretty much. And then after that, mine just dips to a dime. I'm like, well, hopefully these Apollo tokens will be worth it. But with the with the Halo one, like it's already at a dime, so I I don't see it going much lower. And I'm I'm definitely farming some healthy Halo here, which I'm I'm pretty stoked about. And I um
2: I did I read there light paper on the halo token like what their plans for it are and everything. And I like what they're doing with it. I just, the community farming events and stuff like that, they just kind of confuse me a little bit. And like the, the unlock times and
1: yeah. Yeah. And I, I get why they do it. It's yeah.
2: Oh yeah. No, it's, it's good for the company to do it and it provides them some extra, um, not liquidity since it's locked, but like it gives them some extra value.
1: Yeah. It's more time. I feel like before everyone starts wanting to like dump their shit, like it gives them time and then they can start delivering. Yeah, totally. Good old angel. Gonna save the world. All right. Uh, Is there any, anything else you want to mention about your art? I know we were going to talk all about that and then we kind of did a little bit, but.
2: Um, not really. I mean, I just, I upload a new piece. I try to do it every day, but sometimes I get backed up and I end up doing like three in one day, but, um, you know, if for, as of NFTs, I'm only going to be on Talos for the foreseeable future. Um, because I, I really like them and their team and I think as they improve their, Their UI and their website and stuff, it's going to be one of the top tier NFT marketplaces in crypto in general, especially for independent artists.
1: I got to Um, see their new UI when they were doing demos and getting feedback from people. Like I got to watch in on one of those and like it's slick. It's way better than what they have now. So I think once they get all the bugs worked out and launch that and get the candy machine sorted, like they should still be good to go.
2: Other than that, like, um, you know, just uh, the the uh, the art collective is what I'm mainly focusing on right now with Andre. We're just trying to find some more independent artists to work with. So I got to reach out to to Trash Clan and to woof and. Stuff
1: and is like it that. just like kind of trippy psychedelic artists? Or are you guys down well, to like um, chat with anybody?
2: You know, Andre, he does mostly nature-themed uh, animal work, and uh, Woof, he has his cute uh, dogs and cats and stuff. Oh,
1: yeah, that's right. Okay.
2: And, you know, I obviously I do my, my really color-contrasted, uh, melty, uh, trippy work and stuff like that, but ideally we have several people from each genre of art. You know, you'd have some... Uh, just some basic landscapes and some more portrait style stuff and really just anything. So if you have somebody who's looking for a, an original piece, you can kind of point them towards this other person in the collective if you don't have it. So we all just kind of help each other make sales and get some some uh, community behind ourselves.
1: Nice. I got a five-year-old that does a mean spirograph. She keeps asking me to make NFTs out of them. Might then have, there are ways. Might she have to happen. Hell yeah. <laughs> the youngest member of the art collective.
2: But uh, Other than that, I just wanted to give a, a few quick shout outs to the homies who have been supporting me with the art and stuff like that. Um, Mainly uh, Yemen Juan from Argentina. He's my, he's my homie. He was, uh, He always supports my art and shit like that. And then Andre and Woof, they really help me keep motivated because seeing their work really makes me want to go create. Like every time I see one of their pieces, I hop on my computer. I'm like, I got to make something right now.
1: Inspiration, that's dope.
2: And then uh, Joe over at GT Her Heard, the NFT telegram, that really helped me get my footing when I was doing the pre-orders and stuff like that, you know. The first day I joined that telegram, I think I ended up making like 20 sales. That's
1: awesome. Speak. Yeah. That's a cool group for sure.
2: And then people like uh, Combat Wombat on Twitter and, um, shit, I should have wrote these down, but just, oh, and Mooney Bags, of course. I love Mooney. Um,
1: and really the whole just, like Alpha Share Discord that, uh, that yeah. Raf runs or Combat Wombat. I think that's Raf, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Shout out to his Discord. Like, they, they got a good community over there.
2: Really, Any and if I missed, I'm sure I missed cause a lot of people, because I talk to a lot of people in this community every day, and they're always giving me motivation to, to keep creating. But basically, the whole Luna community, is. I, I just have to thank them as well for giving me a chance to uh, get my art out there and get a little name for myself. And also you for uh, having me on the podcast and letting me join intern cap and helping out and shit. I saw we just recently hit 420 members.
1: Oh shit. So, did we?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, look I, at smoked that. A, I smoked a That was about yesterday. Yeah, so okay. I a fat 425. Going, uh,
1: look look at us growing. And I mean, I, I, I pretty much have to, cause it, it's in the intern cap contract that all interns are allowed airtime. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, I'm I'm a huge fan of your shit. I love that kind Thank of trippy you. stuff. So it's it's super cool to, like, I feel like I missed out on all, like, the Merry Prankster journey, trippy acid shit of the 60s and stuff, and now we're kind of, like, redoing that in our own version with our own technology. Same drugs, just, you know, different tech. I think that shit's super cool.
2: Same drugs, different day.
1: Yep, exactly. Hell yeah. Well, Gavert, C., man, it's been a pleasure. I'll see you around the uh, intern office under the desk as usual. I'll be there
2: tickling your feet, man. Oh, I love it.
1: Everybody check out his art over on talus.art. We'll put a link to it in the show notes over on tariffspaces.org. It'll take you right to the gallery. And then, of course, the Twitters and all the other stuff that he's got, we'll put links to. You guys can check it out. And uh, if you're an artist, hit him up. If you want to join the art collective.
2: Or if you just want to collaborate. I'm always down to work with whoever.
1: Hell yeah. Love to see it. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. terraspace.org You can find all the shows there. I'm Finn. We'll catch you next time. Peace out, y'all
0: down the street in my sixth foe I never had a 6 foe, a kid can wish though, I snapped a wishbone and grabbed a fistful, chilling with the dopey, this a weed is all I wish for I'm feeling blissful, I gotta miss is my ginger always down to ride no matter what the mission, I'm seeing this song got a couple albums out, we do alright but it ain't really shit to write home about like to feed the fishbow, keep my stories mystical I like my beats, boom bap and rap to be lyrical, I'm feeling cynical craving a little ritual, save my place in line while I try to find a miracle I keep looking and looking and looking, but never find nothing. We've been lied to thinking this surprise of just super secret lies. Motherfucker sneak inside. Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is due or die. Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is due or die. Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is due or die. Sick, get sicker, and the rich get richer. It might be about time to rearrange our dinner. Fix a system, the shit, it's all nixed Waking up early, gonna suck today's. To to right. Going about. dark now, believe me when I say the shit is due or die. Right. Going dark now, believe me when I say this shit is due or die.